Today, we're joined by Hernan C. as the co-host of the Business Brothers podcast to talk to us about why he describes podcasting as the new Let's Get Coffee. In this episode, Hernan's going to share with us how podcasting can benefit businesses of any size, regardless of whether you sell to consumers or to other businesses. And then he's going to demystify the entire process for us, from booking guests strategically and recording a high-quality show to promoting your content and using it to supercharge your business. Stick with us and learn how you can use podcasting to grow your business. Welcome to Marketing Made Easy by Jotful. I'm Don Verbrigge, Jotful's CEO, two-time entrepreneur, former business school professor, and your host. I'm here to have practical and fun conversations with people who know a thing or two or three about how to get more customers for your business. Can you give us, first of all, just start out with some background about how you got into podcasting in the first place? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, by the way. It's been a, a long road to get there, but uh, it, it started with uh, this guy named Gary V. He's one of the top marketers out there. And mm-hmm. uh, I heard him one time talking about how if you are in business, you need to be a marketing company first and everything else second. Uh, yes. And I, I really started thinking about that because the way he described it was he's like, look, in marketing or in anything, when you're trying to get your message or your brand or your product or service out there, you're just trying to get in front of more people to tell them what it is you do. So where are the eyes? And the eyes right now are on your social media platforms. They're on mm-hmm. Facebook. They're on TikTok. They're on all these different things. Are you? Was really the question, right? And and for most of us, when we start off, we start doing business and we do things traditionally like we've always been taught in the past, but uh, we're still practically invisible. Nobody knows where we are, who we are, and what kind of business we're in. Mm-hmm. So what I decided to do is I got to create some sort of content, some sort of media, and I, I wanted to start off with video production. But when I sat down to do that, it took forever to edit yes. like a four-minute video. It took so long. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided to, to try this thing, you know, this podcast thing. I was like, okay, well it's audio only. I can edit it if I need to, you know, all the, all the limiting beliefs start popping in. Uh, mm-hmm. so I have control over it. You know, I'm going to dedicate, I'm going to do this every single day and I'm going to wow. do it for at least three years. Yeah. And wow. at least three years. <laughs> and then we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Right. And my thought process was simple. I was like, look, who's the best podcaster out there? Oh, Joe Rogan is right. And, mm-hmm. and at the time, Joe Rogan had crossed that, that thousand uh, episode threshold. So my thought process was, well, if I can get to a thousand episodes, then I'll be awesome and have a great audience like this guy, right? So yeah. that's the whole point in, in committing to it. And at first, nobody listened. Um, my mom listened to a couple episodes here and there, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. I subscribed and, and, my father to my podcast and every yeah. week when it pops up on his phone, he calls me and says, what is this? <laughs> yes, exactly. It's me, dad. It's me. It's me. Right. So, yeah. and, 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 and it was like this for quite some time and, and it's really cool, especially if you're just getting started in podcasting to find people who have episodes. Like we we're about, I know this year we're crossing that thousand uh, episode threshold where I think it just recorded 928 episodes. Right. Wow. So, so we're getting there, we're getting there, but um, you know, the process of doing it, I love for you to go back and listen to episode one compared to where I'm at today. It is, it is horrible. It's not very good. There is like zero energy, Mm -hmm. 
but you have to start somewhere. It doesn't matter where you are today. You have to start and then commit to doing this on a regular basis and you will find your voice. I think it's fascinating that you committed to this daily podcast for three years, right out of the gate, because oftentimes people will do the first several episodes and then decide whether or not to make the commitment. And the thing with something like podcasting is when you do those first episodes, as you pointed out, nobody's going to be listening to you yet. You're really just sort of yelling into a forest and even the trees can't hear you. And it's really only when you keep going that you start to build up that audience. And so you can't even really make a decision. And what's super interesting is most podcasts don't even make it to 10 episodes. Are you familiar Mm -hmm. with that statistic? Pod fade. Yeah. And and, and it it keeps going up a little bit more. Uh, I think the pandemic raised it because prior to Mm -hmm. the pandemic, it was like seven episodes. You make seven episodes and then these (laughs) podcasts disappear. Uh, But the pandemic allowed a lot of people to say, Hey, maybe I'll try to start a podcast and they had more time to commit to it. So I think that's where the the ratio went up a little bit. Um, But even then as life opens up again, there are so many cool and interesting things to do out there that the podcast kind of takes that second, you know, second seat. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, well, I don't actually have to record today. Right. I don't Uh actually have to do that next thing. And that's where the mistakes happen. That's where all of a sudden it, it falls off. It has to be your primary focus. And so, you know, one of the first things, if you're just getting started is what should my podcast be about? And my advice is always when it's Saturday morning and there is nothing you have to do and you get to decide to do what you want to do in your day, what is that activity, Mm -hmm. right? What is it that thing that, that interests you, that industry that interests you that you're going to go do anyways, you should probably do your podcast somewhere around that. And you might be the insurance agent who loves to bake, or you might be the whatever type of person who likes to do this thing. But because that's something you will enjoy doing every single day, mm-hmm. it won't take that back seat. And you're more likely to commit to it on a long-term basis. Talk about it in all kinds of different angles, because really at the end of the day, some of that pod pe- podcast fade happens because you feel like there's nothing else to talk about. Yeah. Right? And if you if you get into that industry, mm-hmm. you feel like, what else am I going to say? It's yeah. OK to repeat yourself. A number one, it's your show. Or you can repeat yourself. You can restructure the way you do things. Um, but if you're something, if, it, if it's a topic that you're super passionate about, there's always another angle. There just always mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. I think that's a key point there is really figuring out how broad you want to go with your topic area. To give you an example, at Jotful, you know, we have this podcast, The Marketing Made Easy Show. And what we do at Marketing Made Easy, what, what, what we do at Jotful is we make and manage websites for small business owners. But the Marketing Made Easy podcast is not just about websites. It is for small business owners, so it's the same audience, but it's more generally about how to market your business and how to get to a place where you have really predictable revenue for your business. And because I knew that the topic of websites was going to bore me too quickly, that I was going to mm-hmm. run out of content in too few weeks, right? I wanted to make sure that I had enough content to keep me going. I think it's a similar idea. Yeah, well, and I love your approach because what you're doing is you're providing something of value to the listener or Mm -hmm. to the guest who's hopping on the show, right? So um, for example, you know, my background is in taxes and accounting. I've had a tax practice since 2006. Um, I was a partner in an insurance agency. So I I own part of an insurance agency and Mm -hmm. I have my real estate license. I have all these professional designations. And what I always struggled with, and I'm sure most people in business do, is prospecting. 
Yeah. If I try to get somebody to sit down with me for five minutes for a cup of coffee, every excuse under the sun, why they can't make it. Right. Of course. Mm -hmm. And if somebody asks me the same question, Hey, you want to get a cup of coffee? I'm like, no, I don't even drink coffee, dude. I'm okay. Right. We are doing the same thing because nobody wants to be sold anything. So how could I get somebody to have a conversation with me about their business to tell me their problems, what they're going through? How can I help them? How can I sit down and have that conversation? And podcasting opened up that door for me because Ah. I, all of a sudden was bringing something of value. I came to came up to a prospect and I was like, hey, you're doing some amazing things. You know, John Smith referred me over to you, said you're doing some great stuff in your business. I would love to have you on my show to talk about what you're doing and share what your knowledge is with my audience. Like that is a completely different pitch than, hey, yes. you want to sit down and have a cup of coffee for five minutes, right? Like right. all of a sudden it's like, are you going to let me talk about me to your audience? Yeah. yeah. Right. And now it's not five minutes. It's 30 minutes. And if you can make your show so energetic that you got that person smiling the whole time, now you have a 30 minute, 45 minute, whatever piece of content mm-hmm. all about your perspective client that you can break up into 30 seconds, 60 second, whatever clips. Yep. And now you can use that same content to schedule your follow up. And where are you going to post it? You're going to post it on a social media. You're going to tag them. You're going to constantly remind them that you exist, mm-hmm. that you're cool and <laughs> you created content on their behalf, right? That you're promoting yeah. them, their business for them. Now, when they think of an insurance agent, a tax professional, a real estate person, who are they going to think of? The one who's been hooking yeah. them up the whole time. You. Sure. It's, you know, everyone I come across who sells into large organizations to enterprise companies now, I always tell them, get a podcast. You have a defined list of people you need to reach out to, get a podcast and invite them to come onto your podcast. Just knock them off one at a time. I think it's just an amazing way to open the door. And I know you had described it to me before, Hernan, as what, uh, the new let's get a coffee. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's what it is. Like, Mm -hmm. like, here's the deal. We we all know that we're going to meet people that we like and we don't like, right? It's Mm -hmm. like, it's like dating. If you can't meet a girl and then just go straight to the bedroom, right? It just, it's right. not going to work that way. You have to date this person and court this person and get on their good side. So what makes you think that business is the same thing? If you have a large ticket item, like we do, right? Our, our large ticket items start off at like thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. For 10 video testimonials. I can't just go and like make that sale right away. You got to believe that. I'm passionate about what I do, that I bring out the energy in my guests on the on the shows, that I'm going to do the same thing for the clients that you bring on board. There's got to be a trust factor there. And so yeah. I always I always like to explain to people that there's four phases. There's invisible, visible, credible, and profitable. Most mm-hmm. businesses start off in the invisible phase and they mm-hmm. stay there for a long time because that's right. I don't want people to know what I'm posting on my social media. <laughs> I don't want people to know about my personal life. Cool, then don't post that. You have control. But yeah. you can't remain invisible. Your business is, is your business is invisible. So is the so is the uh, bank account. It's gonna have those zeros, and they're mm-hmm. they're kind of scary. So you got to get off invisible. You got to create some content. It'll make you visible by having a podcast. You're consistent. It's on your calendar. This is what you do every day. You're recording it. It's there. So you have that visibility. If people see you on a regular basis, if you're showing up on their feeds, you're going to become more trustworthy because they know that. This is a face they recognize. They might not know what you do all the time quite yet, but they know that you're there. And so you become credible. 
Mm-hmm. That's the trust factor. Now they know you. Now they like you. Now they trust you because you're showing up on a regular basis. You're bringing something of value, something useful. You're either educating them or you're entertaining them. Mm-hmm. And that's when the profitability kicks in. That's when somebody says that large ticket item from that guy that I've seen on a regular basis, who's shown me all kinds of good information, that's worth an investment for me. And that's really what it comes down to. I just think yeah. marketing is more of a long-term play. You have control over one thing, and that's the content that you can create and the image that you want to create for yourself. So go create it. Yep. We'll hear more from our guest right after this brief break. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a business owner. And if you're a business owner in need of a new website, but you really don't want to build it yourself, check out Jotful. Jotful will build you a professional website that both looks great and includes all the marketing best practices. So we'll actually get the job done for your business. And it's affordable. In fact, it's only about 10% of what you typically expect to pay an agency or designer. Even better, you can give it a try today for free. At Jotful, we'll make you a free sample website so you can see if it's a good fit for your business before you ever even sign up. Visit us at Jotful.com to request a free sample website for your business. That's J-O-T-T-F-U-L.com. And now, back to the show. Yep. We talked earlier about how you can invite guests on your pod, onto your podcast, and that's really a way of doing sort of outbound sales, right? Outbound prospecting. I think what you're hitting on with what you just described is also this building up of an audience over time. So whether people are searching their podcast platform for whatever topic area you're in and stumbling across your podcast, or maybe they're seeing a promotion about one of your episodes on their social media, they're coming to you and they're listening to you for a little while and you're building up that audience and you didn't reach out to them, right? They came to you, they listened to you for a while and you've really nurtured nurture them. And then they come to you as a much more highly qualified lead than if you had reached out to them cold. So it seems like there's really absolutely. these two ways, the inbound and the outbound. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Russell Brunson, he's the click funnels guy. He has sure. a, a great couple of sets of books and in expert secrets. He talks about um, the, the, the uh, journey that a customer has to go through. And mm-hmm. so you're, you know, what you're describing, it, it really reminds me of that entire pathway. Like, you know, these these people that are coming to you are coming to you in one of three ways. You either are earning this traffic, which is you're literally going out there, you're creating content, you're engaging with them on social media, you're commenting, you're doing the work, you're earning this traffic. Mm-hmm. The other way is through paid traffic. So if yep. you're going to spend money, why aren't you spending money on your own brand, on your own image, on yourself? You know, everything else can fall over. Your business can go flat or whatever, but your reputation that sticks with you. If you're going to mm-hmm. spend money, spend money on your brand. So, you know, and then, and then, um, and then the, the very last one is traffic that you own, right? So mm-hmm. earn traffic, paid traffic, traffic that you own. Ultimately traffic that you own is where the money's at. This is where you've collected emails and phone numbers yep. because think about it. If you're spending all your time building your Instagram following and then all of a sudden you say one thing incorrectly and you get canceled or your profile gets terminated, you're done. You have no control over any of that. Or yep. you want to put out a social media post and they just kind of dial back that organic reach. 
you're toast. You might have 10,000, 100,000 followers, but nobody's really seen your, your, your image unless yep. you own that traffic. Yep. And how do you own that traffic? Because they come and subscribe to your podcast. They come and sign up for any of your league banding and stuff. They come and they talk to you individually, set up appointments. Those are the types of things that are gathering information. And, you know, statistically, it depends on your email list. But the way marketers kind of think about it is every person that you have on your email list is essentially a dollar per month that should be coming into your bank account, Mm -hmm. right? So if you have a 500 person email list, you should be making roughly about 500 bucks a month off that list. Right. And this is you constantly promoting and, and being in front of them, but you control that traffic once you control it. Yeah. And that's kind of the hard thing to build if you do not use something like a podcast, something that yeah. brings value every single day. So you can own your audience. So we talked that's about right. how we can use a podcast to generate sales through outbound and through inbound. You also generate revenue from the actual podcast, don't you, Hernan? How do you do that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> So that was something that uh, we kind of stumbled upon and it, it works out. So for, for our show, we do a show every single day, Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, and only this year that I started taking uh, vacations during the week because, the you know, wife and kids got to have some time too. But uh, prior to that, we were doing it every day and we got really good at getting people to come on the show. Uh, by the way, how do you do that? The best way for you to do that is to literally ask. If you provide a great experience for somebody, the question you should ask is, who do you think should be a guest on the show? And now Uh, you have mm -hmm. a recorded testimonial from from one person saying, this person is awesome. They do Uh some great things. They should be the next person on your show and you should already be able to fill up your calendar. Sometimes they give you two or three people. So you should be able to fill up your calendar pretty quickly. Um, This planet is littered with podcast hosts who could not find enough guests. I'll just throw that out there. So for those of you who are thinking about doing guest podcasting, just know that hosts are desperate for guests, Um, except for the the very biggest podcast. Just reach out to the host. Yep. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Just ask, just ask. Uh, so yeah, uh, you know, so getting out there and, and, and being a guest on those shows, uh, it's, you know, the question I always got when talking to people about, about, uh, starting a podcast or being a host of the podcast is what do I say? Like, how do I, I don't interview people. I've never interviewed anyone in my life. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what, what am I supposed to say? You know, the the basic questions, the why are you doing this? The what is it that you do? The mm-hmm. how long have you been doing it? Those, I mean, some of those are the basic questions that you like to go through. I use a program called StreamYard. Uh, hmm. StreamYard is, uh, and there's a couple of different, uh, different ones out there. There's Restream. There's, um, I forgot some of the other ones. River, uh, something River IO, or I don't know, a couple of them, a bunch of them. I use one called StreamYard. And it allows me to create little video clips that I, I use to kind of interject and break the show up. Mm-hmm. But it allows me to name the clips whatever I want. And so literally I have a bank that the audience can't see of questions that I can ask at any given time. So preparation and having those ahead of time, just there as conversation starters are great things for you to prepare to do. So you don't have to be scared about what do I say? Mm-hmm. They're already written out. And this is your show. There right. are no rules. Right. You think you're going to go for 30 minutes in a conversation and you're having a conversation with somebody <laughs> and you're not jiving and it's 12 minutes in. 
it's okay to say, you know, hey, all right, well, today's a short one. We're going to be done for today, <laughs> and then we'll see you guys tomorrow, right? It's, it's okay, because remember, yeah. you're, first, you're getting started anyways. At the beginning, most people aren't listening, uh, and you can make all kinds of mistakes. And I'll share one with you guys. Uh, when James and I first started, we used to have a lot of filler words when we spoke. We'd say things oh. like, um, and okay, and going back and editing that stuff, it sucks, right? So how do you eliminate that? So what James and I did was we grabbed two glass jars and we got piles of quarters and we gave the glass jars a microphone. And literally as we're doing this show, anytime I heard him use a filler word, drop the quarter into the into the glass jar and you hear it go clink, 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 like during the show. So we're correcting each other and fixing <laughs> our own problems live as we're doing the show because there's no other way for you to get better. How are you really going to get better under pressure if you're not putting yourself under that pressure mm-hmm. in the first place? Yeah. Nobody cares about the mistakes you make more than you do. So just make the mistake, fix yeah. it and keep going. That's the cool thing about creating your own show. I also think you should just listen to a ton of podcasts. So you can really, really, once you, once you start doing it yourself and then you listen to other podcasters, you can really start to hear what they're doing that works. You can mm-hmm. learn from it. Yeah, the, everything, everything they do. Everything from their how they run their intros, how they start mm-hmm. their show, how they do their outros, when are they throwing up names, and how are the graphics looking, I and mean, all kinds of stuff that you don't even notice that are just kind of happening. Mm-hmm. But if you can incorporate even show in your own way, in your style, it makes it takes it like to a whole new level. And that's yeah. the cool thing about doing your show is. Even if you tried it, you didn't like it. You can change it the next day. There's no rules. I yes. love that. There's no rules. You can do yes. what you need to do. Don't get too committed to a style. Let it evolve, especially in the beginning until you find what's really working for you. You'll start to feel really comfortable over time. Yeah. Yeah. And and try things. Absolutely try things. I, we've changed our intro and outro a number of different times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the layout, the way I do the questioning right now, my questioning is very structured. And the reason behind that thought process is because I have an upsell after the show. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, what is the value in doing an episode on my show? It's like, okay, well, um, I'm really good at doing video testimonials. Why is that? It's because I ask a question and I kind of am asking for a specific type of answer. And then I take those answers, hopefully with high energy, I clip them together and here is a great video testimonial. Mm-hmm. So why not create a show that gives me essentially a video testimonial that the business owner is giving about their business? And it's a sales video at the end of the day. So I mm-hmm. ask my questions in a way so that my editor at the end can create a, you know, one and a half minute video of that guest selling their business. Which and is really just a sample work. of your work. It's a sample of our work, but it's Brilliant. their business. Yep. And now the show has a purpose behind it. Not only do you listen to the whole thing and you learn stuff about what they're doing, but there's an upsell approach to it. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't even think I answered your other question about, you know, the booking <laughs> thing, but the idea, the idea behind it is, as you start to get people to come on the show, the question I always ask myself is what value can I bring? How can I make this better? Yeah. Right. How can I make it better for the guests? How can I give them more value for what they're, what, what I'm giving them? Cause right now it's free, right? They get everything for free, but if they close a real estate deal with me, if they do insurance with me, if they do any other marketing with me, 
that is where the real money's at for me. This is the fun part. This is where I get to engage with somebody. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll, I'll answer your question real quick on the on the booking. We started booking the show every single day. Uh, we we got connected with podcast agents. These are people who mm-hmm. hire an agent to go out and be booked on other shows. So yep. we have a network of those people who send us people. We have um, a bunch of different uh, coaches, business coaches who encourage their clients to go on different podcasts to open up their, you know, their sphere of influence. Um, We have places like matchmaker.fm, which is the, one of those websites that you're talking about where you can create a profile Uh, and then just random referrals because people now find us on YouTube. They find us on Facebook and Instagram and those random ones that come. So literally our show books out 10 weeks in advance. And there are people who would book a show and be like, is there any way I can hop to the, you know, to something earlier? I have a book launch coming out. I have a release coming out or whatever it is, you know, we're willing to pay for it. Would you, would you be able to do that? And I thought to myself, why don't I have that option? Right. (laughs) Again, you don't know what you don't know in the market until the customer's asking for it. So we literally now have a one-time offer. So when you book the free version of our show, you're going to be sent to a one-time offer page. And it's like, Hey, do you really want to wait 10 weeks Mm -hmm. or would you want to jump the line and book a show like the next week or so and just get this thing off? You know, here it is. It's a hundred bucks to jump the line, go for it. And I did it thinking, you know, how often is this going to happen? Really? (laughs) We saw like two, two to four a month in just, um, and just those types of spots the people that want to get on right then and there. And they usually come from a referral of somebody who was already on the show. So for me, that goes to show that the experience that someone had on the show was good enough for them to talk about it, which is why we do video testimonials. If I can record that enthusiasm and show it to more people, it's not me saying I'm cool. It's them saying I'm cool. That's what I'm looking for. Awesome. All right. So now we have a pretty good idea of how to get, how to find guests, how to test, but talk to us a little bit about being a newbie, what are the things that we need to get started on day one, aside yeah. from a, a healthy dose of confidence? A healthy dose of confidence. You don't even need that, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> you don't need the confidence. You a little bit, a little bit confidence. of confidence. Mm-hmm. You need to, you need the courage and the courage doesn't yeah. mean absence of fear. The fear will still be there. There's times where I still get nervous. So don't worry about the fear going away. That doesn't go away. Just have the courage to do it anyways. And yeah. you will get better. I promise you. Um, okay. Newbies. Uh, what do you need? Now, what do you need and what do you want are two completely different things. Because what yep. do you need? You have your iPhone. Look, I am on my iPhone right now and I have a pair of headphones. That's it. That's all you need to get started. Um, you don't need anything else. Literally, uh, every, all the platforms that are out there have free programs for you to be able to distribute your show for free. Mm-hmm. Zoom gives you the capability of recording for free. Mm-hmm. You can use StreamYard, the one I, program that I use, and it gives you the capability to use the recording for free. And to publish it to the, pl- does StreamYard publish no. it to the platforms? StreamYard does not publish for free, but um, but you can now take that and you can, you can use other programs, a ton of other stuff that you can use to syndicate it out. Um, okay. Where I would do it is uh, on anchor.fm. Uh-huh. Anchor.fm is a free platform. It will send your audio file to like Apple's, the Spotify's, the 
you know, iHeartRadios, all those different platforms out there. Mm-hmm. And they allow you now to upload your video file so you can get your podcast watched on Spotify, for example, mm-hmm. which is really cool because most people think of Spotify as just audio. Now you can actually watch the podcast wow. on Spotify itself. Um, and if you do for a little bit of expense, and I suggest you do, you pay for StreamYard and then it will syndicate to Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and LinkedIn. Okay. So the social media platforms, in addition to the podcast platforms, in addition to the podcast platforms. Okay. And now you're getting your message out there and here's the bottom line right now. If you don't have a podcast, you're selling one-to-one. Maybe you have the confidence to jump on a stage and you can sell one-to-many. That's that. I commend you for that. You're already ahead of the game. A podcast would only amplify that. But you're limited right? but by the of number us, of people in the room in that case. Right, right, right. And it's and, not and evergreen go, content. It's not evergreen content. You have to get there, right? You still yeah. have to drive over there. It's yeah. a lot of time consumption. Or you can do a video podcast. Mm-hmm. Right. And you stream it to all the social networks. You uh, you send it out to all the audio platforms. And here's the thing. You might get one or two on Facebook and you might get one or two on Twitter. And you might get one or two on Instagram and three or four of them download on Spotify and one or two on Apple podcast. But they add up they and do. you are literally talking to a room when you, nobody's listening. Right. You're just in your room, you and your microphone or yep. you and your camera. But you are talking to an audience of 10, 20, 30, 50, 100, 1,000 people at times, depending on where your message is, what you're talking about, and where you're, what platform it is. There's no other place out there. There's no other opportunity out there for you to talk one to many and get your message out. Yeah. You just never know. I get, I get emails and DMs from people who've listened to like, they're like, oh, I was listening to this episode with such and such. And I have to look it up. And like, well, that was episode like 225. That was a long time ago. But it doesn't matter because they found it when they needed it, when they were looking for it. And you were there. Yes, you exactly. you have content out there. Yep. You know, I, anyone who knows Joutful's marketing team knows that we're big fans of using every piece of the buffalo And so one of the great things I love about the podcast is it gives us a big chunk of content that we can then split up in all different kinds of ways. We make videos kind of like you do. We use something called Headliner so we can make these really short little video clips that we can post on social media, but we'll write a blog post about it. We'll send the content out to our social media, through our social media, through our email. We'll use it... um, We use it with our meetup network, right? Like we'll just use it all over the place and you really get a ton of value out of one one podcast interview. Yeah. And you don't have to be crazy like me and do it every single day. You don't have to. Yeah. I mean, but I every like day is crazy. Every day. Yeah, but, <laughs> but look, here, here's my thought behind it, right? Every day is crazy if you're trying to, if you were just trying to get by, but you're mm-hmm. going to go prospecting every day, right? I mean, last sure. time I checked, you have to talk to new people. You have to service some clients. You have to do something to get in front of somebody new. I just decided this was fun for me. And Mm -hmm. if I happen to do two or three episodes a day, so be it. What else was I going to be doing? Right. And again, it's two or three episodes where I'm talking one-on-one with somebody, but it doesn't stop there because you're talking one too many at the same time. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know what else are you going to be doing? Yep. Okay. So if you were to do this all over again, 
what is something you would do differently? Help us not make the same mistake. Okay. Um, What would be the biggest mistake I made? Um, Not being afraid of new technology. Ah, Right. Cause you know, I told you at the beginning that um, I wanted to do video and it took too long for me to edit my own video. Right. But the truth of the matter is it was a steep learning curve. Yeah. It was, I was at the beginning of anything. It didn't matter what it was. I needed to get in and do it. And today, especially today, when I started, there was a lot less uh, podcast technology that made it super easy. Like it is today. The demand wasn't there like it is today. So, you know, there are, there are tools out there that have made it a lot easier. Don't be afraid of the technology. It is there. And yes, it is uncomfortable at first, but learn one and adapt it to what you do. Like decide that I know I don't like being in front of the camera, but I'm going to become my industry expert. Like you can create your own reality. Mm -hmm. Don't let the technology stop you. Don't let the way your voice sounds stop you. Don't let the way you look on camera stop you. Like those are all mental blocks that you're putting in front of your face, not anybody else. And as soon as you can realize that, you you can get out of your own way and build the image that you want. Like I am the business bro, right? This is the image that I have created for myself. Um, you, what you don't find on my social media is you don't find pictures of the wife and every once in a while, the kids, because they liked social media, right? But for the (laughs) most part, you don't see that you only see business and health. That's all because that is the image that I am creating for myself. That is the brand I am creating for myself. It doesn't mean that I don't have a personal life. I just choose what I want to put out there. So decide what you want your life to be and then make it happen and work on that every single day. I love it. All right. So for everybody listening, where can they catch you? Obviously the business bros podcast. Yeah. So, uh, this is the beautiful thing about when you create content. If you Google my name, Hernan Cias, H E R N A N S I A S, you will undoubtedly find me because it's like 10 pages of Google search results. That are just me. <laughs> if you Google business bros podcast, same thing. Yeah. When you create content, you create like a big billboard with your name on it that says, mm-hmm. this is who this person is. You're making yep. your own image. So yeah. I, I'll leave it that uh, at Business Bros Pod is my handle on all social media. And I look forward to meeting you guys. Well, that's a wrap. If you enjoyed this episode of Marketing Made Easy by Jotful, please give us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast platform. That helps other people find out about the podcast so they too can grow their businesses. And hey, while you're there, if you're not yet a subscriber to this podcast, go ahead and click the subscribe button. That way you'll never miss an episode. From all of us here at Jotful, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I'll meet you on the next one.